the fuck is up? Oh, hi. <laughs> Sorry, I've had three cups of coffee today and I'm on one. Wait, where was the intro? We didn't wait like our eight seconds. I didn't get to dance. Well, the intro's already happened on my end. Oh. I record. I started. I hit record like a minute ago, bitch. Well, I okay. I just hit record, so it's fine. It's all good. I'm fixing it in post. No one will know what's happening except they're listening right now. Hi everyone, this is yeah. Hot for Justice, and I'm Jessica. and this is Jamie. <laughs> we're your hosts for today. I mean, we're always in every us. day, <laughs> except for that time that you know you were on maternity leave and yeah. I had my rotation of co-hosts. Yes, that's so true. That was yeah. fun for you. That was. And speaking of, um, I think we should have the boys on sometime soon. Yeah, and I have a guest star lined up actually too. It's a secret though. Can't tell. I'll tell you later, but I'm not going to tell y'all. No. <laughs> he will. He will come on if we cover my. Um, I murder. Yes, because he feels some type of way about Steve Avery being locked up. Um. Excellent. We can talk about that often. I, I was going to make a promise that I, I. But we agreed that we're not making promises on air anymore. We're not because. Yeah. We're not good at those. So, but we will. We do want to tease some new content we have coming yeah. our way. So, as of we mentioned last week, February, we are going to have something new. And so, what we've decided to do is each episode we're going to feature um, victims of a serial killer at the top of the episode, and something that Jamie and I are going to take like do together, like a tag um, team effort. Yes, and so each episode will be a continuation featuring those victims um and really not the serial killers because f them, Fuck them. but <laughs> <laughs> yes um and so we're going to do that and we're saving kind of like our dicking off portion towards the end because we know some people don't really enjoy listening to how funny we are about our personal lives and you know what if that's you and you just want to listen to our cases that's fine well, we're going to yeah. save the dick enough for the end, and you can just yeah. not listen to it. That's yeah, there might be, like, a couple minutes of, you know, like, important matters to talk about at the very top. But, like, right. like if we decide to do merch, right, when our new website yeah. launches, that's we're going to announce those things and then get straight into it. And speaking of straight into it, it's my turn this week. It is your turn this week, so let's fucking hear about okay. it. Okay, so I'm covering the case of missing Melody McCoy. Um, this is so sad. So Melody was last seen in a 300 block of Fremont Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, she had been visiting a friend. Um, she was supposed to be staying the night. So they were in their apartment, um, and sh- she was there December 1st, 1991. That was like, people saw her there. She was there. Um, she was supposed to stay the night, but it's really unsure of like what happened and when she left. So the news articles or like the articles in general, like she's on the Charlie Project and, and stuff like that. Um, there's really no information about that family or that friend. Um, and these apartments are now torn down. So there's like really nothing to like refer back to. And um, the friend lived in a, ro- a notably rough neighborhood of West Baltimore. And you know that generally when people say rough neighborhoods, they mean low income areas. Right. Um, and generally, who lives there? People, people of color so we need to like part of like some of the books i've been reading are like how to change your mindset about like some of these ways we speak about it so i just want to point that out um melody was only 12 years old in 1991 
she was a sixth grader at Harlem Park Elementary School. Um, so she didn't show up for school and she was known to be a really good student and she had really good attendance. So when she didn't show up, um, her family was, well, I think her family was notified and they were kind of obviously really concerned because she wouldn't just go somewhere and like not go to school. This is really random, but, um, you know, you saying that just made me like think a thought, Mm -hmm. you know, perfect attendance was like such a big fucking deal. I know. In school. Like, God forbid you get sick. I know. Like, or, like, anything else. Like, how does perfect attendance make you, like, better than any other student? Or whatever. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. like, there was always, like, awards for perfect attendance. Yeah. Or, like, treats. Or, like, whatever. Like, yeah. usually if you had perfect or, like, damn near perfect attendance, like, you got rewarded for it. Like, I know. why? It's a weird thing, too, because... Not everybody's on the same level. Like, some people have serious health issues, or some people were sick, like, or some people needed mental, well, which is now more common. Some people need a mental health time, like. Yeah, there's a lot of different reasons that anyone would, you know, a, a child would not be in school. Right. For, yeah. you know, a couple days, or even even a week, or a couple yeah. weeks, or whatever. I think it's just, Anyways, really, yeah, it's really interesting. I digress, but so, that but kind of that is Because, you know, in this time. Um, at, during the, this time, the 90s, when kids went missing, especially kid, black kids, they would just say, oh, well, they ran away. So this was something that, she, a fact, she had good grades and good attendance, she was a good student, went right. to the credibility that something happened to her as opposed that she just left. Which is which absurd is to think that a 12-year-old would just get up and leave. How is she going right. to care for herself? What is she going to do? So that's it. December 1st, at a friend's house, that's the last time she's seen. They're not sure when she left. Um, she did leave her coat in this apartment. And she, le- she left her bike in the apartment because it had a flat tire. So obviously okay. she's not going to take it anywhere. Um, she left wearing um, the coat of a little boy who lived there. So I'm assuming it's a friend's, the friend's brother or some like right. family member or something. So she left wearing that coat. And I have a description in a little bit. So December 2nd, she didn't show up for school. Her family was notified. Um, When questioned, her mom said that she thought Melody was staying with her aunt, which was something she did frequently. Um, the, The family that Melody was with was questioned. And the mom said, well, she wasn't there when I woke up on the 2nd, so I don't really know. I just find that weird, but I'll put my comments at the end. Yep. Um, police believe that she was the victim of a stranger abduction, which I kind of lean to agree with. Um, my dogs are trying to play. There was no reported eyewitnesses of her leaving, no sightings of her after, and no clues as to where she is or what happened to her. So now, Melody would be 41. She's a black female with brown hair and brown eyes. Her hair at the time she went missing was shoulder length. She has a roll, mole on her right cheek. Uh, she was five foot, 100 pounds when she went missing, and she was last seen wearing a boy's waist length sky blue coat. It had puffy sleeves. She had a blue sweatshirt on, blue jeans, yellow socks, and either red Reebok or white sneakers. Um, so kind of like my thoughts... This is the 90s. Wait, how do you confuse red shoes and white shoes? Well, I don't know if they're sure what she had on. Like, she could have had either. Right, but, like, if the other shoes would presumably be at home, wouldn't they be able to narrow it down? 
I don't know. If she could have, I don't know. She could have taken like her friend's shoes. Also true. Or I mean, like she could have also thrown a pair of shoes in the backpack. I don't know. Yeah. Was, I, I just. I got yeah, that's blushed. a good. It's a good point. So that yeah, I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, those are very different, especially red shoes are like pretty right. easy to like notice they're missing or not. So I'm assuming both pairs of these were gone, which is. Mm-hmm. But. Like right, wait, why do you need two two pairs of shoes, especially if you're not going to school? Right. I don't know, maybe she wanted options. Like, when I go somewhere, I pack, like, four pairs of shoes now. <laughs> but, um... She, she was running away from home, but needed a, needed a second pair of shoes. I mean, I get it. Listen. Red shoes don't go with everything. But, and that actually is a good point, because that leads into one of the theories. Mm-hmm. So, 1991, this is a different time than it is now. Parents were much more relaxed about what their kids were doing. Um, where they were, there was no cell phone. So it's not like you're regularly checking in with a parent. You're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. And you use a house right. phone to check in. At least that's how it was for me. Granted, I was not even born until 1992. So by the time I was old enough to be doing things, it was already in the 2000s or whatever, you know, Yeah, going places. Um, I, I just think it's weird that she was actually at a friend's house, but her mom really didn't know where she was. And her mom thought she was staying at an aunt's house. I think that's well, odd. You know, I feel like this happened in 91. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this was still, like, kind of the days where you could get away with saying, like, oh, like, I'm going to Jenny's house. And then Jenny could say, oh, no, I'm going to Sarah's house. Yeah. And then they, like, the two kids go somewhere else. But her friend whatever. didn't go anywhere. That's weird. So I also found it weird that the mom that she was staying with was kind of like, well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. She wasn't there when I left. Like, if if that were me, I'd be like, where's your friend? And and I also find it weird, like, the friend didn't know either. Like, if you are at somebody's house and you leave, as a friend, I'd be like, okay, well, why are you leaving if you're supposed to be staying the night? Mm-hmm. So that makes me wonder if perhaps Melody was groomed by somebody who was older and she went yeah. with them and something yeah. happened to her. Um, and the friend knew, which I don't really know. That's complete sub- supposition on my part. Maybe the friend really had no idea, but, um, yeah, like, I just, my I like just... first instinct would be to say that the friend was like maybe covering for her if she yeah. was like groomed by somebody or something, because, um, I don't want to like implicate myself or anybody else. Um, but like when I was like a teenager, like, you know, kind of that same deal, like we would go to like a friend's house and then like sometimes... Yeah. Um, like we'd go hang out with someone else that maybe their mom didn't like so much. So like we yeah. would say like, oh, like we're just gonna go out to, you know, wherever with so like somebody else. So yeah. We would say like we were going one place, and one time like she was like, oh, like I'm gonna, like we should sneak out and like go hang out with so and so. And I was like, I don't really wanna do that. So yeah. I actually did get left at the house because mm-hmm. they were like, well, we're going. I was like, bye. Like, right, like I'm not going. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I knew they were going to get into some sketchy shit, and I wasn't yeah. about that life. Yeah, um, it's a good point. So, I mean, I don't know. But, so, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, if her mom had been, like, oh, like, where'd she go? I wouldn't have had an answer. Right. Like, I wasn't, you don't like, want to say, out. oh, she went with so-and-so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ah. But I feel like even now, though, like, as you grow up and you're an adult and you know you're not going to get in trouble anymore and your friend has legitimately, like, not been seen since 1991, wouldn't you come and say, hey, like, this is actually right. what happened now that I'm not a child. I understand, you know, the repercussions of this and whatever. I don't know. Maybe exactly not. what I was going to say. So like, it's just really like, strange. Know, she could yeah, have, she could have left, like, maybe she just got up and ditched like I don't I mean there's been times where I've got up 
in I was staying the night at a friend and completely like I got up and while they were still sleeping and either like left or moved somewhere so like they didn't know where I was like I moved into a different room or you know like whatever right so maybe she did just get up and leave and maybe she was supposed to meet somebody and didn't say anything or maybe she was gonna go home and she got picked up I mean if it's if it's a rough neighborhood and she left in the middle of the night like you're very vulnerable as the 12 year old girl so it really could have absolutely nothing to do with the family um that she was staying with which it probably doesn't otherwise I'm sure the police would have like been you know yeah, more on top sure of they that were vetted. but it's very sad she was obviously like she's only 12 it's so 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 devastating um there's a age progression of her and what she would look like you know estimated now at in her 40s so um when we get that our website up we will post that on our website um so yeah. we have some other changes probably coming to our instagram we're still trying to like figure all of that out and but we do want you to know that we're keeping track of all of these and we'll try to get as many pictures and information up on our website as soon as we can yes. um of course that's a work in progress so um and the links for this episode will be in the podcast description yeah so make sure you check that out for any links or yes. anything that you're looking for yeah yep so um, all you right so this case i thought was like super interesting um I was browsing the Unsolved Mysteries. Journal. Me too. Because they have much better representation all yeah. over of like different kinds of cases. Um, then it's it's just easier to search. Yeah. And while this case is a white woman, the circumstances of this I thought were very interesting. And yeah. Well, you know, these really... cases, those cases still do need. No, absolutely. To and be addressed. Especially like this was a you know a little bit older white woman like she was i believe in her 30s or 40s when she was murdered so i'm gonna get into it in a second but you know again she's not you know young hot and blonde so right i don't think this has gotten a ton of attention you know traction yeah all right so well, hit it this is the case of judith lois bradford smith okay. uh, who went by judy uh she was a home care nurse in massachusetts just outside of boston uh, by the time she had met her second husband, Jeffrey, she had been taking uh, care of his father, and uh, he was very impressed by her, and they soon began dating in 1986. He was also a divorcee, and between the two of them, they had three grown children, uh, two of which were hers and one of his. Um, they were together for about a decade when they got married in September of 1996. Jeff was a lawyer and often had to travel for work, including a trip to Philadelphia the April after they had wed. Judy was excited for the trip, as she had never been to Philadelphia before, and was looking forward to sightseeing and visiting historical monuments, notably the, the Liberty Bell. Uh, the, did, the trip did start off with a snag, however, when Judy realized that she had forgotten her ID upon her and Jeff's arrival at Boston's Logan International Airport on April 9th of 1997. The two agreed that Jeff would take their scheduled flight and that Judy would go home to procure her ID and then catch a later flight that evening and meet up with him at the hotel. She took a 7.30 p.m. flight and bought a bouquet of flowers um, and met Jeff at the Doubletree Hotel in Philadelphia to apologize for the debacle. Um, the following morning, the couple awoke, and while Jeff was preparing for his, uh, his work conference, Judy was planning her day of being a tourist, and the couple planned to meet in their hotel room um, after the day's events so that they could go to a cocktail party at 6 p.m. together. When Jeff went back to do the hotel room that evening, he did not find Judy, and I assumed that there had been a a miscommunication in their plan and he went down to the party to see if she had gone down to meet him there 
Um, after about 45 minutes of looking for her, Judy was nowhere to be found. At this point, he reached out to the hotel concierge, and they started calling the area's local hospitals, um, also to no avail. He remembered that Judy was planning on taking the city's flash tour bus, and he even paid a cab driver to follow the tour bus's normal routes to see if there was any sign of his wife. This attempt also proved to be fruitless, and the following morning, he reported her missing to the police. Um, he had contacted them that evening, but they instructed him that their policy was to wait 24 hours. So they refused to take the report that evening and were even kind of apprehensive to do it in the morning. Um, interestingly enough, Jeff had had conversations with both the mayor of Philadelphia and a congressman as they had been at the convention party that evening. Uh, he expressed how he believed the PD was being dismissive towards him and trying to find his wife. When he arrived uh, to place the report the following morning, two detectives were ready to take down the information, and Jeff believes that one of the men that he had talked to the night before may have had some pull in helping the investigation get off the ground as the police commissioner was uh, supposed to receive the report like ASAP after they collected the information. Uh, within days, sightings of what was who was thought to be Judy were being reported. An employee at the Doubletree came forward saying that he spoke to her the morning of her disappearance, telling her where the tour bus stop nearest the hotel was. Later that same day, she was reported as being seen going in and out of a Greyhound bus station, possibly to use the restroom, however that's unconfirmed, because uh, she was in and out pretty quickly. Um, so they assume that she didn't like, you know, go like really go anywhere, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, she was also described as looking disoriented outside of the hotel around 3 p.m. by another witness. The following day, an employee as well as several customers um, reported seeing a disoriented or possibly unstable woman matching Judy's description shopping at a Macy's, um, and she had been quote shopping for her daughter. And both Jeff and the family's uh, private investigator are fairly uncertain are fairly certain that this sighting should uh, may have been legitimate as the description of Judy was nearly perfect right down to her red backpack and the conversations that the customers said that they had with her included details about Judy's life and relationship with her daughter that were very accurate um, mm. one exceptionally weird thing about this Macy's sighting however is that she is consistently described as trying to get a young woman to leave the store with her one witness specifically stated that she had assumed the other woman was Judy's daughter that she said that she was shopping for um, there were also some reports of her having been seen in Penn's Landing in Philadelphia, one report, uh, one being a report of a well-dressed white woman, and others that may or may not have been a homeless woman that frequented that area and bore a resemblance to Judy. So, a lot of the sightings that are, you know, reported may or may not be her. Yeah. Um, the Macy's sighting is, like, the most viable um, mm -hmm. but it's hard to say. Right. Um, so throughout this time, TV stations and newspapers have been covering her missing persons report in Philadelphia. And Jeff was also actively posting flyers and posters as well as pursuing, um, getting a PI with Judy's family in efforts to find her. To his frustration, the actual police investigation team seemed to move at a snail's pace. Uh, he found that they only seemed to focus on either him being the prime suspect, like duh, the husband always does it. Um, right. Or that she decided to pursue a type of midlife crisis and skip town. Uh, hmm. Those were the only two options they had on the table. Uh, well, I mean, that's plausible. Right. Uh, Jeff eventually goes on to hire two more private investigators, so like three total, as well as send Judy's missing persons report to hospitals all over the country in efforts to increase his odds of finding where his wife is, which by this point has been missing for months. While his efforts did succeed in finding Judy, it was too late. On September 7th of 1997, a father and son were out deer hunting in Pisgah National Forest uh -huh. in North Carolina. I don't know if I said that correctly. 
Anyways, probably not. Um, <laughs> P-I-S-G-A-H. Pisca? Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm, I'm not a Carolina, and I couldn't tell you. If you're from there, at us. You Let know, us Mackenzie's know. from there, and I probably should have asked her prior to recording this. Mackenzie... Let us know. Yeah. Hey, girl. Uh, hey, Mackenzie. <laughs> uh, so, father and son discover what they thought were human remains near a picnic area not far from Asheville, North Carolina. Um, that's where the national forest is. Um, okay. The remains were partially wrapped in a blanket and partially clothed, including undergarments, jeans, and hiking boots. The remains had also had a- appeared to have been spread by animals in the surrounding area which additional artifacts, including Mm -hmm. cash, more clothing, and a pair of sunglasses were also found. Medical examiner who uh, determined that the remains to have originated from a white female 40 to 55 years of age who had had dental work done as well as had an arthritic left knee. Due to the nature of her injuries, it was determined that the cause of death was a homicide by stabbing. Um, Not long after this discovery and autopsy of the body, it was determined between an article and a flyer that Jeff had sent out that the remains belonged to Judy and her dental records were a match to the Jane Doe that they had found. Dang. Um, so she was stopped to death. Yeah. So she had hiking um, boots on. Yes. Is that something so she, she would have normally worn? No. And uh, to their knowledge, and I'll, I'll get to this in a bit. Like the clothing okay. they found on her, and the f- clothing hers. they found near her, nobody recognizes. Yeah, that's weird. Um. Yeah. So she. They determined it was a death by stabbing because there. Uh, she was the undergarment she was wearing included a bra that had like puncture wounds in it um because the body was very decomposed so it was kind yeah. of hard to tell exactly what the cause of death was but they're presuming a stabbing because of the bra and just also yeah. whatever injuries they could still determine um mm. jeff nor anyone else in the family could figure out why she would have left on her own and even if she had why Asheville, north carolina she had never expressed any interest in going to the area and the closest thing that they could even think of was that Jeff had gone to a weight loss clinic in the Raleigh-Durham area and Judy had come and visited him for a week during his stay. Um, Her family also vaguely remembers her going to North Carolina for a patient of hers at one point, but they're not 100% sure whereabouts in the state that she had gone or if it was even actually North Carolina. Um, They said that- Wait, was she a doctor? She was a traveling nurse. Okay. Sorry if you said that already. Like a home care nurse. I missed that. You're fine. Okay. she had, however, been sighted in the Asheville area several days before. She, sorry, several days after she had gone missing. Um, a retail clerk specifically remembered speaking with her and noted that she had told her that she was married to an attorney in Boston and that uh, she was coherent and spoke clearly, which was in direct contrast to the folks that had claimed to see her disoriented in Philly just a few days earlier. Um, hmm. A campground owner said that a woman matching Judy's description was driving a gray sedan and asked if she could sleep in her car overnight there. Um, the campground owner told her that she couldn't and then a deli owner nearby claims that a similar woman came in and had bought about $30 worth of sandwiches and a toy truck Um, another strange part about the discovery of her remains are that the clothes that had been found uh, are the clothes that had been found on them nobody in the family could identify the clothing or hiking boots that had been found nor the backpack or sunglasses that were near the remains so what was found was the pair of jeans underwear and hiking boots on the body and then there was a shirt nearby that had like 80 some odd dollars in the pocket and then like a blue vinyl backpack which hmm. was definitely not hers like the like backpack she carried and like that was like kind of her purse was a like bright red backpack mm-hmm. um and then there was also that pair of sunglasses like none of those looked like they were hers like no one could identify them okay 
um, the amount of money that was recovered near her remains, so between the backpack and the shirt, was $167, which is consistent with the $200 in cash that Jeff was aware that Judy had on her person at the time of her disappearance. Um, mm-hmm. Also to note there, they had like $500 in cash like in the hotel room safe that was untouched. Like nothing of, none of her other shit was missing. It was just like her person and like her backpack. So like if she was going to skip town, like she would have taken the $500, you would think. Um, you would think, but maybe not. Maybe she didn't, maybe she wanted to be confusing. Maybe. And she had Uh, 200, I mean, ultimately 700 bucks isn't going to get you much. I mean, maybe in 1996, that's different, but. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Also to note, the last clothing that she was seen alive in has never been recovered. Um, the- I just, that's really strange to me. Yeah. Did the clothing fit her that she had on? Um, they it say? didn't specify, but I would assume. Like, it doesn't oh. say that, it, I mean, I didn't see anything to, you know, say otherwise. Interesting. Um... Also to note is that the clothing issues, la- sorry, the hiking boots as well as the location of the remains have caused some detectives to believe that she had been the victim of foul play while hiking, possibly with someone that she had left with voluntarily if she had been running away to start a new life. This theory um, is that she left Jeff in a sort of midlife crisis. However, makes no sense to him as well as many of their other family and friends who insist they had a great and healthy relationship. One you of never Jude's know though. friends though. Carolyn Dickey has come forward and said that Je- Judy expressed to her that she had wanted a break from the relationship. So, it's kind of hard to say, but did it's she, only that they one have kids? witness that says that. No, they didn't have k- children together. She had um, Oh, right, you said grown children. kids. Yeah. Um, Jeff has officially been cleared as a suspect, and he died in 2005 um, of complications <laughs> of being morbidly obese. Oh. Um, and police are fairly certain that it couldn't have been him because of where her body was found um it would have been very difficult for a very overweight man to carry her to that place um and really hard for anybody even if they were not you know significantly overweight so that's Mm -hmm. why they think that whoever she was killed by went hiking with her yeah i mean that makes that would make sense if like she's a traveling nurse right i'm sure she meets a lot of different people and maybe she met somebody that she was like, okay, well, I'm going to go. Yeah, it's very well possible. I mean, she met her husband while doing her line of work, so I mean. Huh. That is truly strange. Yeah. I thought that one was fucking bonks, so I wanted to share that one. Huh. Yeah, so, like I said, at this point, it's been 24 years. So maybe you know? she was just, like, hiking with this person, and then they were like, mm. yeah, no. Yeah, so, I mean, it's really hard to say, or, because, like, you don't accidentally get stab wounds. No, or maybe she found somebody, (laughs) you know, I mean, that actually happens more than you think, like, uh, being attacked while hiking, or, like, you know, you're doing a long-haul trail or something, especially as a woman. I mean, maybe she was just like, I need some zen, and she just ditched. Yeah, she very well could have just gone out on her own. You still would think that she would be like, listen, I just, I need a minute. (laughs) And then go. I don't know. That's weird. That's so weird. I'm, yeah, weird. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Um, <laughs> but on that note, let's dick off for a bit. Okay. I love dicking off. Um, I know, isn't that fucking <laughs> best? Um, the, um, oh my gosh. I have a show you need to watch. 
What is it? It's I actually used your Hulu to watch it because you have the HBO. See, yes, sharing is caring, sweetie. Sharing is caring. Um, <laughs> so it's called The Undoing, and of course it has Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman, which mwah, like just a combo, just a combo. Like it is, it is so good. The ending is a little bit like. It's surprising, but not in the way you'd think. Um, but, you know, Nicole Kidman is just a class act, and so is Hugh Grant. He's a silver fox. Like, mm, yum. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just really good. So you should watch it. It's like six episodes, I think. Oh, cool. Limited series. I'll have to give that a go. Hit um, it. So what else have I been watching? Uh, but, okay, this is not, like, my actual thing that, like, I'm going to share, but okay. um, I've been watching a disgusting amount of The Great British Baking Show uh, lately. Um, yeah, good, good. Longtime fave. Um, it's one of my favorite things to fall asleep to. Hmm. Um, also, it, it's on Netflix, if anyone's unaware. Um, it's some of the most, like, zen shit. So, like, think, you know, like, those, like, cooking shows with, like, you know, like Gordon Ramsay or whatever, they, like you know tear into everybody yeah so like, they do the same thing like they'll criticize these people's like bad bakes Aww. but like it's british so like everything just like comes off nicer <laughs> and like really? they're so nice when they're giving these criticisms they're like yeah like it could have been better right like, <laughs> not like this tastes like asshole like gordon ramsay would say <laughs> you're an idiot sandwich as gordon But my actual answer is, okay. and I think I might have actually already talked about this, but I'm mentioning it again because I'm rewatching it with Zach, The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Okay, I just started this. I started it, and I've like made it like halfway through, more than halfway, and I'm just kind of it's slowing down. So I'm kind of just slowing down on it. I was super into it. Ugh. Like, I, I definitely recommend finishing it. It's very, very good. Okay. It's very well done. Um, I, I definitely agree the first few episodes are, like, a lot better. Yeah. Um, but it, like, it, it, it does, like, have, like, a little dip, and then it gets better again. So, like, I, I think I just finished episode where she's playing the Russian, and I'm not going to say much more because I don't want to ruin yeah. anything. But, like, mm -hmm. just after that, and she's on her way back to the mm -hmm. U.S. So that's where I left off that i don't want to tell you anything else yeah okay that's enough. so just keep keep it on keep keep going yeah keep on keeping on uh i would say it's probably like my between that and honestly the wild it's like my favorite show i've watched this year okay okay i'll give it a, a try the wilds is what i talked about last week it yes was that amazon prime series so now um i'm writing like our recommendations for the week or whatever we talk about i'm going to put in our show notes as well so in case you're interested in watching i've got them written down um, ooh, actually, one other thing that I've binged over the last few weeks since mm -hmm. I've been, you know, out of commission, Letterkenny on Hulu. Oh, I hate that show. <gasps> I'm sorry. It's my favorite show ever. Like, to me, it's better than The Office. See, it's better than Friends. It's better than fucking all, all of those, like, cult comedy sitcom shows. Like, I think this is way better. Don't at me, but I don't like The Office either. Oh, The Office is I, I meh. I like Friends, though. But, yeah, I tried Letterkenny, and it just made me want to hit my head against the desk. 
but I have okay. a I have a different sense of humor, and that's that's also that's just true. Me. But I'm also gonna say that like the first few episodes are like the worst few episodes. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't like, know. I'm just to get like past like episode like three or four. For me, like I'm not really into shows like that. Um, just in general, like the only shows I really watch that are just kind of like shows, you know, like not dramas. I was just thinking about this yesterday, actually, too. I like the Gilmore Girls, Friends, and um, The Good Place. <gasps> the Good Place is so good. And that's just because I love Kristen Bell. I mean, who doesn't love Kristen Bell? Yeah, she's my favorite. She's fucking great. Like, I don't know anyone that doesn't love her. Yeah, well, if you don't love her, I don't love you, so... Just kidding. Um, I'll I'll at you if you don't like yeah, Kristen Bell. I will too. So um, yeah, I'm writing all these down. So, Perfect. but yeah, that's just me. That's just my jam. I'm. Oh, you it's know what? Okay. I do also like the show Younger with Hillary Definite. <gasps> Watch it on Hulu. I'm writing that down too. Okay, it's really cute. Um, Younger. What's that? What's that about? Okay, so uh. <sighs> Sutton Foster, she was on um, a couple other shows like on uh, the CW network, but she is like a 40-something-year-old who stopped working because she was a wife and a mother, and then she's getting divorced, and so she's trying to find a job in publishing because that's what she had gone to school for, but because she was in her 40s, she was like not getting any job offer, so she lied and said she was 26, and she can pass for it, so she gets a job, and like it's just about her, like, you know, she finds like this younger guy, meets him, and and like it's just a really, it's good, it's cute, it has Hillary Duff in it, and she's like one of the main characters, and she's fantastic. I'm going to have to give that a go. Yeah, it's cute. It's like six seasons, and they're all on Hulu. Awesome. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's my dicking off. That's that on that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to share for now. We'll catch you all on Wednesday with another recap. Yeah. Um, I think we're starting Unsolved Mystery this week. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. No, we'll you're right. Me. Yes, you're yeah. right. I had to think about it. Yeah. Because I was like, when when is this episode going up? <laughs> yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. I was doing mental math there. We're not we good at that. We, no, I'm not good at that, though. Uh, I was with a friend a couple weeks ago, and I was making pancakes, and I was making half of the recipe, and it, it called for two-thirds cup of water. And so out loud, I'm like, what's half of one of two-thirds? <laughs> and then it obviously comes to me after I think about it for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's one-third. And they were like, oh, wow. Oh. Wow. Wow, Jessica. It just takes me a minute, okay? It's okay. Well, I'll, I'll give you a pass this time. Thank you. Just this time. Okay. Next time you can fuck right off. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm okay with that. All right. Um, excellent. So we'll catch you guys Wednesday, and make sure you check out the uh, – screen. What was I going to say? Wow. Yeah, our Instagram um, show notes for all of the links and things that you want – yeah, our show notes, not Instagram, because we're pausing on Instagram for a minute because yeah. we are planning on moving some things around and we quite haven't figured out how we're doing it yet. So, yeah, so stand by. Yes. Um, yeah, and make sure you oh. check out our other shows. Oh, yeah. Check, check out YouTube. I forgot to mention that at the top of this episode. We're recording these now in hopes to get them on YouTube. So, yeah. you can see if we're there. 
hopefully because we have to figure out some editing things but like yeah ideally these episodes will also be on youtube so you can watch us and listen if you want because some people are into that yeah and so. you know who doesn't want to look at our beautiful faces i put makeup on it for this got my ring light on we got pretty for you guys <laughs> we were literally texting each other before this like talking about how we are like having to like actually like get ready for these now because right. normally we look like toes yeah, t- t- ultimate toes like i don't need my eyebrows on when we record this half the time right like i usually just like wear whatever pajamas i was wearing right or you know whatever things with a stretch waistband <laughs> i've been in, yeah i've changed out of my pajamas i've been wearing for two days <laughs> this morning it was really great I was like I sent a picture of Jamie because my I need a it's hair washing day and so I had yep. to marinate my hair in dry shampoo so it looked semi-presentable and when I mean marinate I mean like I put a shit ton on top of my head and let let it marinate in there oh, before the I rubbed it in it. actually yep. really tipped you do you want a pro tip yeah so you dry shampoo the night before I do too I do that oh mm-hmm. okay well then I guess I'll, I'll go fuck myself then. Yeah, go fuck right <laughs> off. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Anyways, we're done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We're done. Okay, bye. Uh, good day. <laughs>